Thank you, guys. Awesome, awesome. Keith, thank you, my man. Daniel, thank you on the scrums back here, bud. As always. All right, and Pete, thank you guys very much. Good morning. Uh, everybody doing all right this morning? Come on, come on. Thank you guys very much. If uh, uh, we got to tell you what, this is, yeah, go Chiefs, right? That's right. I see them, got a little cheerleader out here. I like that. I like that, man. I'm ready for some Chiefs. What's that? Yeah, my cheerleader. All right, come on. I need one. I need one. I need one, guys. Thank you very much. All right, first off, thank you. It's great to be back. Oh, my goodness. Wow. How energizing it is for me to be with my people that I love a whole bunch. So uh, if you don't know, um, here's, here's something that happened to me that I thought would never happen. But um, uh, about three weeks ago, it was actually uh, Saturday, yesterday, three weeks ago yesterday, that uh, I, I felt like I needed to take a nap. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of, man, I'm just kind of tired and that kind of thing. So I took a couple of naps that day. Oh, that's kind of weird. Woke up Sunday feeling great. Uh, came in and, uh, and and preached and everything like that. No problem. Had no no issues at all. Had all kinds of different um, uh, meetings. And we had a, uh, our Seek, what we call Seek 2021 launch uh, service where we had some of our uh, server, uh, those who were serving and leading and that kind of thing. We were saying, hey, here's what we want to do in 2022. And uh, man, it was just awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Monday had a, what we call our, our discipleship D3 pathway kickoff where we had a bunch of people, man, we were all there. It was just great and everything like that. And Monday night, uh, which I think it was the 30th, if I'm not mistaken, maybe 20 night, I started having this, um, uh, I don't know what you call it. it it's like, the, you ever have that pain behind your eyes when you turn your eyeballs and you're like, ow, type of a thing, and just like allergies or whatever. That's what I had. And uh, man, uh, Tuesday morning. I woke up and I just could. I was I was dead meat. I was like, man, eh, I probably just need to take a nap, right? Just need to take some time, uh, that kind of thing. So Tuesday, I'm I'm like like just dead meat. Didn't no fever or anything like that. Just exhausted. And uh, so I went to a COVID test, came back positive. I'm like, well, shoot, dang. All right. So I had to call a bunch of people and say, hey, uh, just let you know, I'm uh, I got I got I got COVID. I got that kind of thing. I'm gonna rest for a few days. That's what I thought I was supposed to do. So I rested for a few days. About three days later, I could not, like I have one of those oxygen uh, meters, by the way. Uh, it was uh, David Legend who gave his testimony last week, which was amazing, right? Dude, I'm telling you, brought me one of those things and everything like that. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I need it or not. I felt fine, couldn't, you know, just, but I couldn't get my oxygen up. And so, so uh, this past Monday, the uh, Labor Day, so I've been basically for a week just kind of laying out, like just could not move. And so what happened was um, uh, it was a viral pneumonia from COVID actually got, got into my lungs and I just couldn't, my, my body could not take oxygen. So I checked myself into the hospital, went to the ER and they kept me for five days and said, we're going to treat you for viral, all kinds of stuff. So they plugged me up full of all kinds of whatever and, 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 and that kind of thing, had oxygen and that kind of thing. And uh, man, it, it was just a, a surreal experience for for me and for my family judy and grammy if you guys don't know our living situation grammy uh stays with us as well at our house we all got it and of everybody uh the guy that works out takes all kinds of vitamins does all kinds of things man make sure that i do everything i i, I did the worst of everybody that's just crazy stuff right how it is grammy and judy are doing great 
Uh, they're both, uh, and, I, and I've tested negative now, which is fantastic. So we've gotten all that kind of stuff. Uh, I will tell you, I was a little jealous, you know, because, you know, I, you know it, it, I don't want to say a whole bunch, tell, say a whole bunch about Grammy, but, but you know, she, she you know, smokes and that kind of thing, doesn't eat the greatest and everything like that. And she's out there within a couple of days after treatment doing yard work, and I'm back there. I'm out there on oxygen on the back deck going, man, what the heck is going on here, right? So, but uh, but it, it, is, uh, it is wonderful to be back, wonderful to be healed, and wonderful to be. I'm still, uh, but as far as physical uh, weakness, as far you know, like like even opening open like 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 pop bottles and stuff like that, it's like golly, what the heck is wrong? Like physically weak um, compared to what I was three weeks ago. But I did work out this morning, and it was a mistake. <laughs> so, so, so I'm gonna get through the message and it, no, but it really is. It's good to be back. And you know, like I said, I'm fine. I'm feeling good. I'm just. Feeling like not a hundred percent as far as just but when your you know, your body's gone through some things that uh, it's not normally gone through and then you go well, but you know test negative I got got you know in the clear that kind of thing which is great but uh, just continue to pray for me and for, continue to pray for a lot of us I know that we had uh, several people that have come in that have had relatives and then had people come in and and you know just like like with it in on a ventilator and on. Uh, you know, oxygen and all, 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 all kinds of stuff. So just continue to pray for those of us that are going through different things with COVID, but also at the same time, man, pray for our strength. Pray for God to, to keep us focused, even when we don't feel like it. This is the biggest learning lesson for me over the last three weeks, is that, that man, I, I, I honestly started going down, and I'm a pretty positive guy. Some of you guys are like, man, you're always seeing things through rose-colored glasses, and they're like, well, that's, I mean, the alternative sucks, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's like, I'd rather look at things through uh, a positive lens, if you will, I mean, it's just kind of one of those, one of those deals, but, but man, I tell you what, when you are physically, uh, like, weak, physically sick, uh, or physically, in the, uh, emotionally, hormonally, there's all kinds of things that can affect, man, I'll tell you what, it can affect how you look at things, and that's when, when uh, you know, I look at the way the Lord and the way Jesus, the way His Holy Spirit looks at things, man, I, I have to like align myself with that. And this is kind of the challenge that I had over the last three weeks. It was just emotional things, hormonal things, weird stuff. Like I just hadn't, didn't like I didn't have any feelings toward anything at all, and it was like, hmm, that's that's kind of kind of weird. And so what what I wound up having to do, and I won't go too far into it, but what I ended up having to do was, like, I just feel honestly like like I walk with the Lord all the time. I feel close to Him. I feel like I like I just am with Him all the time. I, you know, it's like I, I, in the, like dear, being sick like that. I just felt like almost a separation and a distance. Have you ever felt that like that? Like that somehow, like I'm just not close to Him. And that was I was telling some guys that I meet with, uh, you know, just about every week. Even though I had to go it on Zoom, I was like, man, I just this intimacy is like I just don't have it. It's just weird, and and you know I seem to always have it, and always have this uh, step with God. I'm walking with Him all the time, talking to Him all the time, abiding uh, all the time, and it just didn't have it. And that that was probably the most painful part of of being in the hospital and being you know like like, like being sick, that kind of thing too. And and what God told me, man, as I'm laying in the hospital bed, what He told me was something very um, profound, and and man, what I heard him say, and I, you know, I didn't hear him audibly or anything like that, but 
but I heard him say that he didn't feel like doing some stuff for me either. That, that his circumstances, like when he's here, and, and it reminded me as, as, as Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's literally praying, Father, take this cup from me. He didn't feel like doing it either. And so it's not a matter, like he said, look, it's not a matter of your feelings. And I'm not saying that you have to buck up and be strong in your own strength. I'm thinking, but it's a, it's a matter of the Holy Spirit going, listen, he has more power than COVID. He has more power than doctors. He has more power than anything on the earth. And, and you, like, like you have him at your disposal, bro. And Jesus is like, you have me at your disposal. And, 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 it was, and it was frustrating because I was like, uh, sucking my thumb a little bit, you know, how come I got sick, blah, blah, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, it's a, a, I know there's grace there, and I know there's all, all kinds of things. But here's Jesus, man. He's saying to all of us, like, you have the power to look at truth, to be the light in ways even if you don't feel like it. Because most of the time I do. Honestly, most of the time I do. And, man, it was and has been and will continue to be until, you know, get my strength back and that kind of thing, too. I can lift this as much as I want. Oh, wait, no. Somebody can put this back. Um, but it is. It's a, it's a wild, wild thing. And so I'm in the, in the hospital bed, and I'm, I'm literally having Zoom meetings in the hospital bed with oxygen. And people are like, as soon as it's funny because, you know, the, you pop on and people go, oh, Oh, you look good. You know, it's like <laughs> hey, we got stuff to do, man. We got stuff to do. But it's just so funny, man. It's so funny. <laughs> people like, but it, it did have a couple people say, hey, you look pale. I'm like, yeah, I've been in the sun in three weeks. What are you talking about? So I know, I know. But I'm still, like, preparing for a message. And, and I was like, the, the, way, the way it worked out with David last week, I was like, thank you, Lord, that, that we already had that in place. And it was able to, hey, Daniel, just, man, if you could just ask questions and kind of coordinate that, that would be fantastic. But this week, I'm in the hospital bed putting this message together. And this is what, what God, like, hit me all of a sudden. It's just like, man, you know, we're in this series called This Is How We Do It. And, uh, you know, oh, we forgot to play the theme song. Well, that's all right. That's a, no, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right. Like, do it. Do it. That's right, because you know, as soon as, as as soon as we say it, we're going to be singing it anyway. So, it's it's but it's not Friday night. So I don't know. It's like, but but we are but we are in the series called "This Is How We Do It," and we're in First John, right? And and First John is an amazing, incredible letter to a church that honestly is 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 faltering. Some they're hearing truths. Of, of, from people that are not true. They're hearing false testimony. They're hearing false uh, teaching. They're hearing all kinds of things. And, and John has helped plant a lot of these churches, and he's writing these, 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 this, uh, man, this group of, church, of Christians from a couple thousand years ago, and he's saying, listen, guys, we got to focus on who Jesus is. And it's so crazy that, that this is what God was like, dude, you got to do, yeah, you, whether you feel like it or not, this is what you what you're going to do. Jesus still is truth. He still rose from the dead, right? 1 John 1, starting in verse 5. And we're going to go through uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 2. <coughs> John writes to the early church, now this is the message we have heard from, from him. 
and declare to you, God is light. And there's absolutely no darkness in him. Guys, there are times I'm like, I'm starting to believe the light. I'm starting to fall into the darkness. I'm starting to fall into the negativity. I'm starting to fall into all kinds of things. I'm not saying that, yeah, everything's rosy. I got oxygen. Woo, awesome, man. You know, it's like, no, it's not, not like, we're, like we, we fake it till we make it. I'm talking about, but how I choose, how I chose, and I didn't do it right all the time, but how we choose to, to, act, to, to, to live and, and think and, and, have, and perceive things, man, is, is absolutely critical to be in the light in a dark world. If we're just going to be dark, then, then we're not going to be Christians, right? Because there's, the, there's enough darkness in the world. We can participate in the darkness or we can be, be the light. If we say we have fellowship with him, Yet we walk in darkness. We are lying and not practicing the truth. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. This is beautiful. And if we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. There is a reality that we have to, have to face. We do suffer from the sin and the fallen nature, amen. Am I saying this right? And I like it, and it's like, yay, good, woo. We just have a solution. There's Jesus, right? If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves. The truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all, how much? Every single stinking bit of unrighteousness. Like, like that is beautiful. Like not like not a not a not a tinge left, not a little bit of uh, of unrighteousness. Not 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 even a sliver. He can get rid of it all, and he did it. And he may not even felt like it. And that's the thing that kept blowing me away. He still did it. If we say. We don't have any sin. We make him a liar. And his word is not in us. This is very heavy duty. John is writing to a church that says, listen, guys, you've got to see this the right way. You've got to see the truth the right way. You've got to be the light. Right? Because if we're going to be the light and, and actually overtake kingdom stuff with God's kingdom, we have to be seeing it this way. My little children, chapter 2, verse 1. I am writing you these things so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He himself is the propitiation for our sins. And not only for ours, but also for those of the whole world. And I think, guys, this is, like for me, it was, it was the wake-up call in the middle of the night in the hospital. And God going, are you dark or are you light? I don't care what you feel like. You know, he's saying, I love you, man. You know, and he's, he's, he's acknowledging that I'm not feeling well. But, but what he's saying is, like, are you a light or are you part of the darkness? Time to choose. I'm like, we're, we're gone. I don't think I'm good. I didn't feel like it either. So 
here's what kind of turned for me. After feeling sorry for myself for a few days, I started asking the guy next to me, who'd been in the hospital a lot longer than me, how you doing, buddy? How you holding up tonight? When I hear him struggling, breathing, and that kind of thing, and he's got all kinds of beeps and nurses coming in, that kind of thing. His name's Corey. God knows who he is, and so if you are, we've been praying for Corey. How you doing, buddy? Pray for you, right? Nurses come in, and they're supposed to be taking care of me. Now, I'm not bragging about this because it took everything out of me to do this. I'm, I'm telling you, like, it was, it was a, I got to, man, I got to get through this and, and actually be the light. So when I start asking the nurses how they're doing, they'll tell you. They'll tell you that their mom is dying of COVID at another hospital. Could you pray for me, please? Right? They still don't know I'm a pastor, and I love that, right? I just, I just love it, man. But when they come in, and the housekeeper comes in, and they're, you know, and I'm not sit feeling great, and everything on TV is boring, and it seems like time is standing still, and it's like click, 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 and the housekeeper comes in. And probably maybe for the, I don't know, I used to work in, healthcare with housekeeping and food service and that kind of thing too. I know how patients tend to treat those who are lowly. And I ask, how are you doing? Is there anything I can pray for you about? And it just, guys, when they come back into your room, they're like, thank you for praying. Thank you for being that, that, that person. I'm not, again, I'm not bragging because it took everything out of me. It exhausted me to do that. Okay? But but it was God that said, you got to be the light. And so when I'm talking to them, praying for the doctor, praying for the nurse, praying for the guy next to me, praying for people that, hey, is there anybody that's really hurting that I could pray for? Like, like, just do it, right? And what's crazy is that I started feeling better because I wasn't focused on myself, right? It's nuts. And here's what, like, the, the thing that, that got me was, was, a, was a, like, like God just gave this passage to me, and I, I know it's His. It's been in His Word for forever. But John eighteen, it's the same, you know, kind of writings from the same guy that wrote First John. It says John eighteen, Jesus is in front of Pilate. A oh, man. And if there's one re one thing, like if if Jesus ever defines why he comes, this is it. And, he, and he's, he's in front of Pilate. He's been ramrodded through, false charges, all kinds of stuff. And you know, Pilate's asking him, are you a king or what, what's going on? And here's Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. Said Jesus, if my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I wouldn't be handed over to the Jews. As it is, my kingdom does not have its origin here. You are a king then, Pilate asked. Check this out. You say that I'm a king. Jesus replied, I was born for this. In other words, if Jesus ever says, here's why I came, we got to pay attention, don't we? 
if he says, this is the reason I am here. Because I hear people say, why did Jesus come? He came to save us. He came to fulfill hundreds of prophecies. He came to do all these kind of things. He came because he's the son of God. He came because he was born of, because it was written down that he was born of a virgin. And he had to come, right? It's like, uh, that's not why he came. He didn't come to save you and I. Isn't that weird to think about that? Because he says right here, this is why I came. This is why I came. I was born for this. I have come into the world for this. I was born and came into the world for this. To testify to the truth. Everyone who is on the side of, who is, who is of the truth listens to my voice. Jeez, man. Pilate asks, I think, a great question. What is truth? Nobody knows unless you know Jesus. And unless you have that focus of Jesus as the truth, you're going to hear all kinds of lies. Even if they sound, even if they're backed up by stats. I'll give you an example. <coughs> so I'm in the hospital, right? And Daniel, who, who had COVID what, less this past summer, I think it was. Um, he's like, hey, whatever you do, don't listen to the news, right? Whatever you do, don't don't get up on, you just try to find something funny. So I'm like trying to find SpongeBob, you know, or something you know, to, to watch or something, you know, just trying to get something like that, right? But this thing came across. It said one in 500 people die from COVID. And I started going down this hole, right? I started going down this and it was, it was right around that time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. I wonder if I heard right? All that kind of stuff. It just plays with your mind, right? You, did, you, you, like you literally have, what, is, what does Paul say? He says, so take every thought captive in obedience to Christ, right? Take it all, every thought captive. And so, so I'm going down this road. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's a, it's like, so, so everybody that catches it, one in 500. And then I started looking at it a different way because it's the same same thing but it's got this negative spin on it and I looked at it because I'm a math guy and I kind of look at things and I said okay God I'm going to look at it a different way guess what 998 people out of a thousand survive (laughs) amen same stat looked at it a different way and so it was like God was saying, listen, dude, to be the light, you can't just ignore bad things. And that, it's just like they don't exist. It's not, a, it's not putting blinders on as if you don't know things are going on. But you have to look at things the way I look at them, from an eternal perspective. Amen. Like, like from, a, from a perspective, like it's, it's all going to be made new as it is. And so, man, I just, like, I want to, more than anything, encourage us to ask ourselves, man, this week, like, am I on the side of truth? Which side? Because truth can come in different forms, man. You can look at it negatively or positive. You can look at it the way, way God sees it, or you can look at it the way man sees it. Man says, oh, we're all going down, right? It's kind of like, 
the end of the world is coming, right? And all this kind of stuff's going to be, and, and people look at it, well, the world's going to be destroyed. Oh, no. Or we can look at it from the standpoint of everything's going to be made new. It's just same thing. How do we choose to look at it? Amen. Amen. You guys with me on that? Thank you for your prayers this week. Made it through two, two messages. I'm going to go and sit down and do nothing for a little bit. I love you guys so much. Let me pray for us. We'll get out. Father, we love you. <coughs> Thank you for, Lord, your energy, your light, your truth. The way we look at things, God, can be, can determine our walk with you. Father, there are times when, yes, Thank you for the grace when we don't feel well and when we, when we, when we are hurting, in it, whether it's physically or, uh, or emotionally or financially or relationally. There are things, Lord, that, that tend, to, tend to creep in. You have given us the blueprint for how to think, how to approach life, for how, to, how to think through things versus versus being a victim of our circumstances. Lord, and it's not easy, but we also understand that living for you is, is it, it isn't easy, but man, is it worth it. The way you have done what you have done, Lord, we thank you for. We ask, Lord, that you give us your light, your perspective, your view, and your, your lens to see the truth what's happening in our world so that we can man, be that light you've called us to be, to live by that truth with confidence and some swagger, even if we don't feel like it. We love you. We thank you. We trust you. In Jesus' name, everybody said, love you guys.